G'day punters, welcome to the punting monologue, where there are two of us. Stop bringing it up guys, we're aware of it. We're over at Doombin at the moment, we have already done the race card for Mooney Valley this Saturday, so feel free to dive over there and have a listen. I am Sunny Munn and I'm joined as always by none other than Benny Clifton. How are you Benjamin? Yeah, good Sunny, good to be mm. here. Um, Magic Millions is over as of the day of recording. Yeah, how, how do you feel, mate? Is it a bit of a is it a come down? Like what do you do? As we are recording, the races haven't been run, so we'll see after that. Should we predict something? God, can you believe that triple dead heat in the seventh? <laughs> the quality drops off, but that doesn't mean we can can't find some winners. Yep. So um I think we're gonna stick with Brisbane for a while yeah. and just really try and uh, follow the form through the uh, autumn months there. So it's a good little car that I think we've found some bets in and um, the track should dry out a little bit. Rails at two and a half metres, so it should be normal doom in that you want to be uh, up on the speed, uh, which is generally the way it races. Yeah, great. I've got no problem sticking with Queensland. Although I did see a couple of our disgruntled uh, listeners at Noosa during the week getting in a bit of a punch on him, Michael Clark and Carl Stefanovic. So we'll have to make sure we, <laughs> we'll have to make sure we get some winners. Wasn't that good viewing? I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure Carl's on the black rats. He was on the Bundy cans. I was like, Pup, walk away, mate. There is a saying in Queensland, Ben, the definition of a coward is a man who won't fight on rum. <laughs> so I wouldn't be antagonizing anyone with a can of Bundy in their hand. I reckon Carlos has put uh, is dubbed my uh, Clarky in. Oh, oh yeah, big time, big time. I think he would have let something slip out the side of his gob. Look, let's face it, if they both had a head clash, no one would be crying. Let's get straight into it, mate. The first at Dooman's a bit of a dash for cash over a thousand and fifty. We've got party for two at favouritism, admonish at six fifty, works with an X like the power tool at sevens, brave agenda at eight fifty, and then Quasimodo is hunched over at ten bucks and the rest are double figures. Well the market's gone with party for two. Uh, it was obviously impressive second up at Sunny Coast, ran pretty good time. Didn't really do a hell of a lot on debut. They rode it a little bit more conservative. I think it's a little bit tight in the market. In these Doombin 1,050 metre races, I like to look at the barriers one, two, and three. They're the most potent barriers because they start right on the turn and you really need to find your spot. Party for six is out in barrier six, which obviously is, is, is a nice enough barrier, but I don't, it just wasn't impressive enough for me on the clock to be this sort of price at $2.60, you know, which is the best price in the market at the moment. So I'm not willing in the back end. I was looking for a horse who was drawn inside and I went to Quasimodo but it's got no early speed. It'll be out the back. Works was the same. Barrier one. It doesn't seem to have the early speed to hold a spot. So, And the other horse in the market admonished. I didn't think it did enough in its trials and didn't show enough early speed to be right there on the speed. So I'm not going to have a bet here. I was just tying myself in knots trying to trying to find a winner. And in the end, I'm like, this is too hard. Let's move on. Mate, you got nine bites at it here, so don't stress about that. Let's move on to race two and see if there's anything in it here. We've got favoritism is pretty short at 220. We've got Sarina Sophia for those Ruskies looking to back the wife of a czar. Zarina. We've got Burnish Gold at 480 and Alpha Lily at 650. Minari Magic at 750. Double figures the rest in a pretty short field. Yeah, your gag went over my head, but. um. So it's not a gag. A Tsarina is basically the missus of a czar. Oh, Just like go. the Sultan of Brunei's wife, little known fact, is the Sultana of Brunei. <laughs> I knew you were going to say <laughs> Classic. Right? And guess what, Benny? They're raising a son. Anyway, let's move on. I'm tipping Zarina Sophia. I thought it was pretty good at Canterbury last start, which is a track where you don't want to get too far back, and it ran on. Jimmy Orman rides here, the leading 
uh, jockey in Queensland. I think there's enough early speed in the race with Senna Bounce and Minari Magic pushing forward. And, and it's easier to make ground at, the, uh, at this 1,200 metre than it is in the shorter races. So I'm not worried about Zarina Sophia getting a little bit back in the field. I just think with this Sydney form on, the Sydney form is generally a fair bit stronger. And I think the way it finished off at Canterbury and the way it won at Y on the start before... Um, it was impressive enough to be tipping this arena affair. I can't see any way the market wouldn't trend towards it. Of the others in the market, Burnish Gold, obviously got a, a plus jockey with Ben Thompson going on board. Blinkers first time. Trialed well in between runs, but you tend to expect that it'll push forward, but I couldn't see it beating uh, the horse that I'm tipping, Zarina Sophia. And the other horse in the market worth mentioning is Alpha Lily. I just think the race it won at Ipswich was pretty weak. It been, uh, 0 to 58 benchmark there, pretty weak those races. So I think it'll find the the class rise mm. beyond it. So I'm with Zarina Sophia. Generally, I generally tend to trend towards the um, Sydney form lines when they come up to Queensland, particularly in this sort of off-season of racing. Beauty, that sounded strong, mate. We're off to a good start here. Let's go dive over to race three now, over 1,200 metres. Our favourite is busting at 280. At 460, we've got hell of a Barty. Jeez, don't we miss Ash Barty this time of year? Don't we just miss a likeable tennis player? I mean, honestly. Oh, isn't she very likeable? She's pregnant. Congratulations. Yeah, congrats. I like I like congratulating strangers that will never hear it. That's good. Congrats on getting knocked up, I guess. And congrats on being the one and only likeable tennis player that's still around now that Rafa's out of the tournament. All right, Hang 5 is also ripping it up at 5.50. Vodka Martini taking a sip at 6 bucks. Shah of Goma, hmm, at 8 bucks there. Double figures the rest, mate. Do we like any of the favourites? We're going to have a bet here. This is probably the highlight on the right. card, I think, this three-year-old oh. race. There's a little bit of talent in it. I'll start with the favourite busting. I was going to tip this horse. I think it was really good last start behind Junqueer at Gold Coast. That race went really quick. It ran second. There was a good margin of the third. But I, I just don't know where it's going to get in the map. It's drawn barrier nine. There's a little bit of speed. I, I think it's going to find a, um, hard to find a spot. So it could be caught wide. So if busting had have drawn inside gate, I would have been with it. But I'm against it. Hang 5 is resuming um, quiet trials um, when it was held up. Barrier 1 is an advantage. I think it's a nice horse. It just might get a little bit too far back. Uh, Hell of a Barty is a nice horse as well. Yeah. Very impressive last start at Doombin. Just to the eye and on the clock, it had a really good turn of foot. But once again, it's going to be out the back in a race that I think could be dominated by on-speed horses. And the, the on-speed horse that I identified was Vodka Martini. Mm. This is coming from two Ipswich 58 races, which aren't normally that strong, but it's ran good time on both occasions. And what I like about it is it goes up on speed and it gives a really good kick. And from barrier five, I think it can get across to the lead, find the rail. And I think once it finds the rail, settles gets a soft enough lead i think the kick that it'll give on the turn will be too much for these horses who are back in the field trying to pick up so i'm with Vod- vodka martini about the six dollar mark i think it's a good bet benny i am absolutely loving your tips of late because you're starting to throw a few of these my way where it's not just you know the favorite and this that and the other you're like no nah, you're taking a risk and i like it vodka martini at six bucks you could probably double your money on the place there as well if you're interested in doing that let's dive over to race four over a bit more length here at 2020 good vision we've got ashgrove my old omen still kicking good on you ashgrove at favoritism at 330 head of state is 550 green flash is 650 for the hulk inspired nudists out there and military gambler is at nine bucks 
there's a couple of horses engaged in at the Gold Coast meeting today. So oh, that, how lovely! There might be uh, <laughs> there might be scratchings, and I think that'll change the complexion of the field, in particular Ashgrove. Gotcha. Look, it's a logical favourite. The only time it's been to the distance around third to Gypsy Goddess, who's an absolute star. So I can understand why the market has gone towards Ashgrove. But given the uncertainty about who's going to run, I couldn't possibly tip a horse. Head of State is another horse who was entered at the Gold Coast today as well. I'm not sure if it's running. So, yeah, we're just going to leave this one alone. I think there's some betting opportunities later in the card. And, um, yeah, good luck to the punters in this because I think it'll be a different field on Saturday to what it is today when I'm having a look at it. Yeah, good to know. We'll just let that one thud straight into Ian Healy's webbing we'll move on to race five over 1200 here where king kappa wonder if there's any relation at 320 takes our favoritism delith i'm gonna go with at 440 then it goes out to preach at nine bucks in hands down the best silks going around hey is there are there rules on what jockeys can wear like can you get a picture of yourself on your silks can you have national flag colors can you can you be nude save for body paint the colours are dictated by the uh, the owners of the horse. Right. Here we go. Yellow Amigo character, red and green. Yep. It couldn't sound more racist if it tried. So <laughs> we've got Preach in the quasi-racist but fantastic silks <laughs> at nine bucks. <laughs> and then it's double figures the rest. Put on the red light for the Roxanne fans out there coming in next at 11 bucks. But this is a pretty large field. Are we Are we having anything here? Yeah, well, we'll have a bet. We're going to back two horses here, and I'll, oh. I'll go through them in a sec. Oh, let's start with it. The first one I'm backing is King Kappa. Kappa! His two runs this time in have been really good. The time it's run has been really good. The market has trended towards it. And I think, importantly, it's going to get a, a nice run just in behind him, which um, I think it's going to get a nicer run than a lot of the other horses in the market. So that's why I'm going to go with King Cap. I think it's absolutely flying for the Tony Golan camp. Delph, this is an interesting horse because I've got a lot of time for Delph, but I just I don't know about his trials. It it missed the start last start in the trial, but even in its previous trial, they tried to ride a little bit quiet. So I'm a little bit worried that they're going to try and take a sit with this horse. It's drawn Barry 11. I just don't know if first up is going to be its go. Um, last campaign, it took a couple of runs before it hit its peak. So I'm willing to let it go first up here. It's currently 420, 440. I think it could get it get a little bit soft in the market as well. Preach is a chance, but it's it's going to have to do a little bit of work from that wide gate. But the other horse I want to back is Dovetail of Diva, about the $10, $11 mark. Third up here, going really well through the R&T form line. Uh, beat Zavidboom before that. This should be the peak run of its campaign. It's been very solid in the market in two runs back as well. So that's always a good sign and even gets a little drop in weight, which we help, which helps. So I think it can find the lead from Barrier 10 and give a really good sight. I just think King Capra will be uh, parked in just behind it and it'll be the horse to beat. So happy to back those two. And in a big field like this, you can back multiple horses. And I'm happy to do that. Grouse, let's do that. King Capper and Dovetail Diva, you heard it here first, team. Let's go over to race six now, over 16.15. We've got Indispensable and Zoo to Moon, pretty much at the same price, around that 4.50, 4.60 mark. Warrior Falls, just outside of that, at five bucks. Gorgeous this time of year, if you're in the Northern Ireland of New Zealand. Go and get yourself a walking track near Warrior Falls. So dapper at tens, and then the rest starting to blow out. Yeah, and we'll just start with the speed map. I've got Zuda Moon going forward. I think there'll be a little bit of pressure from So Dapper as well. So Pancho should be just in behind him. Lasting Kiss will be coming forward from that wide gate. So there should be a good enough tempo. I don't think Zuda Moon... 
who's um, currently second favourite or equal favourite, um, will get a soft lead. So I'm with Indispensable here. I tipped it last start at the Gold Coast. I thought it was a really good effort. It was going 1,000 metres to 1,400, which isn't ideal. It just kept finding the line. Goes to 1,600 metres here where it's won at the track and distance. And it's been getting back in its runs this time in. But I think from this inside gate up in trip, I expect it to be a lot more positive from the gate. And it'll either, I, I don't know if it'll challenge for the lead or it'll just park in behind a horse like Zuda Moon, which I'd love them to uh, adopt those tactics. So I'm with Indispensable. Wairiri Falls, I can understand why it's sold in the market. It's got an SP edge over Indispensable. They finished alongside each other, but I just think it's going to be much further back in the field. And Indispensable's got the map advantages over that over that horse. And yeah, Zuda Moon, I can understand again why it's uh, sold in the market but battled on okay last start it was probably a little bit of a tougher race but it, it, the race was run to suit there wasn't a lot of pressure up in front so i think there's going to be more pressure uh at the front end of the speed so probably a negative doc- jockey change craig Williams to Jaden lloyd as well so it'll lead zoo to moon but i think indispensable will come off its back and hopefully get the chocolate so i'm with indispensable following up from last start yeah nice it does sound like you sort of you need to be out quickly on the inside and in front, which sounds simple. I love to find horses who are rails in run at Doombin. It just they if they just hug the rails, hug the rails, and hook off just after the straight. It seems to be the most. That's the best place to be, just on a tight turning track like that. And do some horses naturally do that, or do you have to actually train and train and train to get them to do it? Oh, oh I mean, uh, start with an easier one. How many tears in a bottle of gin? Yeah, right. Probably a bit of both. <laughs> <laughs> All right, <laughs> probably a bit of both, but um, oh, so some horse, oh, I mean, some horses just naturally, you know, show early speed and jump on, you know, first to the rail and really yeah. rail like greyhounds, and you know, they're the high percentage players. Uh, the there's place. a thought. Why don't we run some greyhounds on Doombin at the same time? Hmm, food for thought. Racing Queensland. <laughs> Let's go over to race seven now. The Forex Dry. Hmm, no one's drinking that. Okay, <laughs> our favourite is Vaccine who's no doubt looking to draw back and inject itself into the race, then jab its way to the front. That's at 4.20 along with West of Africa, a region that has sadly seen a lot of vaccines over its journey. And Ayahuasca is just outside of those, and we all know Ayahuasca can handle any trip thrown at it. All right, let's start with Ayahuasca. I tipped this horse last start. I thought it was really disappointing. Um, Mm, So did I, because I backed it after you tipped (laughs) it. (laughs) <laughs> Absolutely off the map in betting. You know, that was probably the Jamie Carr factor. I expected it to find the lead, and it, it couldn't, and didn't really give much in the run home. Well, I hope you expected it to find the lead, because you tipped it to win. So it's got to be at the lead at some point. Find the lead early and hold on. Oh, okay. I don't give a shit when it finds it, as long as it's over the line. It's drawn wide here. If it's going to live up to its market price, they have to push forward and, and try and lead. But I was just so disappointed with its last run. I'm against it here. The other horse, Vaccine, ran home okay on a really strong tempo last start. In a, in a pretty decent race behind Latakia and Ballarouge. It was $26 on that occasion, so I can't really trust it. It'll, it'll hold that rating. I just think it was run to suit on that occasion. It's probably going to be back in the field. But the horse I'm with is a horse we've tipped previously, Sonny. Can you name it for me? I'm tipping it's West of Africa. West of Africa. I think it was really good last start and behind Spiritualize, who's a really nice horse. I just love that it's got this three-year-old form. It's a three-year-old against the older horses, which I love just because they're the horses who have got a little bit of upside. They've got more improvement in them. Drawn Barry 10. I mean, this horse could get caught wide from Barry 10, but I think it can sit wide and still win this race. I think it is a horse that needs to have, uh, get a bit of momentum into the race. So I'm not worried about it, particularly the 1,350-metre 
start. It's a pretty soft start. So I'm with the West of Africa. Africa. I think this is its best chance to get another winner on the board um, for it this campaign. If it can't win this race, I'd be forgetting about it this preparation. Whoa, finally he's going to forget about it because I tell you what, you've been pretty strong on it for a little while now, haven't you? Yes, yes, yeah. Oh, it's a nice horse and probably the, the main horse in the race with um, a little bit of scope for improvement. Yeah, good to hear. Mate, we missed my Oman way back in race two. Go on. Damn it. It's definitely not going to win now. It's a loosely based Oman. It's six sides at 11 to 1 because this weekend I got an email yesterday and I thought it was junk sent to the wrong folder because it was from my cricket club saying, hey, mate, just wondering if you can play for the vets this weekend. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, no, I'm not ancient. And then I did the maths and went, shit, I qualify. You're the captain. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm in the field for the sixth side, aka the veterans. Hopefully on we Sunday. get a bit of rain. Hopefully we get a bit of rain. <laughs> well, there was another one called "It's Gonna Rain" or "Better Rain." And I thought, shit, I might have to put those two in a multi because uh, <laughs> I don't know if I if I want to be running around in the over forties. What's your cricket club? Edinburgh Cricket Club, mate. The mighty borough, the mighty bird, year of the flag. Don't you worry about that. But, uh, yeah, six sides <laughs> for anyone wanting to lose their cash. Go back to race two. Apologies for that. But now we're up to race eight. One big girl with a belt. Our favourite is Fleetwood Macca, <laughs> who no doubt dreams of going its own way and getting its tusk in front and winning in a landslide at four bucks. Is it Tilly and Am? It's Tilly and Am. I've only said it for the Tilly last Annum. month. Is it really? Tilly Annum, yeah. Tilly Annum. Okay, there you go. Tilly Annum's at 4.20. Alberk at five bucks. Chatty Lady at eight. Rockamore at nine. And then it's pretty much wide open. Yeah, we are going to have a bet here. Good. I tossed and turned about uh, about a couple of horses. Tilly Annum, I was pretty keen on. It gets a really good map from that inside gate. Gets a claim, no weight on its back. But I just think 1,350 is as far as it wants it. And like last start, I thought it was entitled to beat that the big goodbye and the run home. I thought it had every chance just in behind him and hooked off at the right time. And Jamie Carter couldn't get it to go past it. Up to 1,350. I don't particularly think it suits. It's had one go at that trip and it was caught wide and you could be forgiving. But, oh yeah, I'm, I'm thinking that I'm against it. Fleetwood Macca was 1,600 back to 1,350 last start and still won. So that was a really good effort. But it's drawn a nicer gate. Do they ride it a little bit warmer from that gate? And I think it's a definite chance dropping away. But the horse I want to be with is Alberk, number seven. This is a talented, talented horse. Since Brian Smith got it four or five starts ago, I just barely put a foot wrong, and, and the market really, really likes it. So it went to 1,600 metres last start at Eagle Farm, just sat back and destroyed him. The previous start at Doombin is the one that interests me. It was behind a horse called You Called It, with, uh, who's a really nice horse with Chris Leeds. Petronius ran second in that race, so that race was the form line was huge. And, but I think the most important thing was Al Burke was 4.40 to 3.30 on that occasion. So has been freshened up a little bit here. We'll get back in the field, but got a, a vicious turn of foot. And I just think given the way the market trended towards this horse at the same track and distance two starts back, I think it'll it'll come for it again. It's about the $5, $5.50 mark, and I can see Tilly Annum kicking to the front and struggling to hold on to the lead as Al Burke just flashes straight past it and with that turn of foot. Oh, yeah, I like this prediction. You've got to envisage the races yeah. when you do the form. How's it going to unfold? And that's I how like I think it. it's going to unfold. Mate, I just had it. You said it's going to flash past. I had a flash forward to us actually watching that Saturday and me going, mate, you were way off. No, I reckon it's a chance. I like the term vicious turn of foot, although I still maintain 
it should be turn of hoof. Our last race is at just past 6 o'clock local time. It's a little dash for cash. We've got Orbison, the big O at favouritism at 4.50. Then the big goodbye. Big O, big goodbye at 5.50. Stella Magic going to make the others disappear at 6.50. 15 rounds at 7.50. Then it starts to drift out. This is a very large field, and I'm tipping we're not involved. No, we're not, and I'll give you a couple of reasons, but there's so much speed in this race. I've got Pizzoni going forward, Dragon Mist going forward, Orbison, the big goodbye, uh, heaps of speed. And then I was looking for a horse who's going to be running on. I was thinking Stella Magic possibly, but it might have to get way too far back. And there was just there was just too many unknowns with this field. Um, Orbison, I'm completely against. Couldn't possibly take at that price. Uh, who else in the market? The big goodbye. I just don't know how it's going to find a spot from that wider gate with so much speed inside it. Do they try and take a sit? Too many questions there. 15 rounds is a horse who gets back and runs on, but does it need a run or two before it fires up into its campaign? But yeah, if I had to tip one, it'd be Stella Magic, but I haven't been able to label it, so uh, officially we're staying out. Well, that's absolutely fine, mate, because officially you've tipped about two-thirds of the card, so that's fantastic. Let's run through it. Race one, you're not really impressed with the favourites, so we're going to sit back and relax and enjoy ourselves over at Mooney Valley. Race two, Serena Sophia is going to get the rubles over my Oman in six sides. Then we've got a beautiful left field selection in race three, which could be the highlight of the card. Busting's drawn wide, as is Barty. So we're on the vodka martinis very early in the day. Make sure you rehydrate at about six to one. Race four, we're too uncertain of a field to actually have anything. Race five, we're back in a couple. We're on King Kappa. And for a bit of value, it's peaking at the moment, Dovetail Diva. Race six is indispensable. It's got the map advantage and the inside gate. I know what I'm talking about. And despite Barrier 10, you're backing your own form by tipping West of Africa. And if it doesn't get the chocolates, we'll never hear from it again. Race 8, Albrook, is at 5-1. to one. You can double your money on the place. And it's got a vicious turn of hoof. <laughs> Race 9, we're not involved, but we've already cleaned up. And it's got loads of speed, so we can sit back and watch. And that is all she wrote. I think you summed that, summed that up pretty well. If I had to label the best bet, it would probably be Zarina Sophia, just giving us the shortest price. And I just think there is nothing in that race. A lot of walkers, and it's a horse who's got a little bit something about it. So um, Gerald Ryan wouldn't be bringing it up to Queensland for no reason. So Zarina Sophia would be the best of the day, Sonny. Love it, mate. I'll be putting it in my Quinella with six sides. Okay, guys, punters, enjoy yourselves. Have a great Saturday. Set a limit. Be responsible. Look after each other. And look after yourselves. Starting to sound like bloody Jerry Springer here. Thanks for your time, Benny. Thanks, Sonny. Good luck, punters. Yes, good luck. Stay mint. Catch ya.